0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Rather big noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is the Fade the Noise Podcast presented by DraftKings. And sometimes uh, your horse gets out of the gate very early, Mister Lundy, and that was certainly the case for yours truly on opening night. Yeah, the Flood of Gilgamesh uh, reenactment occurred in the nation's capital, as that was a washout, and some books voided it. Uh, Any bets tied to that, whether you're on the the over-the-under on Garrett Cole strikeouts or Max Scherzer or uh, the total in general? But uh, for the sake of our little exercise, we got it! At least I did. One of the three wins I went undefeated on opening night of Major League Baseball action. Again, I had the under in the Nats-Yankees game, 7.5, W. I had the LA Dodgers minus 1.5 on the run line, W, thanks to a 5-run bottom of the 7th inning. And I also had the under on San Francisco Giants runs at 2.5 at plus odds, W. You don't need Clayton Kershaw. Now when you're back up. Starting pitcher can still hit the century mark. The Dodgers are loaded, my friend.
1: Oh, yeah, they are definitely loaded. And look, that's what money in Southern California will buy for you. You can buy yourself some silicone or you can buy yourself an awfully nice baseball team.
0: Yeah, or an apartment for like uh, $2,500 a month in a shady area of town that's a, maybe a studio. Uh, that's the downside of <laughs> Los Angeles. But the weather is wonderful, and that's why people live there. So you went 2-1 and one in opening day action, and I went 3-0. and oh. Let's stay hot! And we're about to get to our fade five, but before we do that... MLB, PGA, NBA Futures, Soccer, UFC, NHL, NFL Futures, and so much more. You can bet on all those right now if you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code FTN when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. All I got to do is enter the code FTN. TN when you sign up to get that bonus, depending upon, of course, how much you deposit initially, but you can only do it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Without further ado, here is today's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go to the NFL gridiron and kick things off here in today's Fade 5. And here is the line. Chase Young sacks at 8.5 at minus 110 on the over. Or the under. I'm Hammer living daylights on the over, believe it or not, the Washington football team. Lundy is what they're going to be called. Uh, Very generic, very bland, but I do like the uniform. streamlined, clean, like the color scheme going on with the painted yellow number on the side of the helmet. I think they should stick with that, no matter what the new nickname is going to be for Mr. Snyder's club. But you look at Chase showing an absolute athletic freak. Six foot five, 264 pounds. I didn't do anything at the combine, the underwear Olympics, because why should I? I don't have anything to prove because I had 26 and a half sacks over 25 games the last couple of years for the Ohio State, a guy that was just absolutely dominant in Big Ten play and across the college football landscape. And he look at this number, uh, 44 players since 1982 have gone over. The eight-and-a-half proposed sacks in their inaugural campaign. Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, plays for the Jackson Jaguars, did it last season. Bradley Chubb two years ago with the Denver Broncos. And Chase Young with his counter moves, edge burst, an ideal combination of athleticism and size. He's got the strength, the speed, the technique, which are all godlike. I think he smashes the over on this because the offense of Washington is lousy. And let's be honest, he's going to be on the field a lot this year. Fade or follow Well,
1: I'm going to follow you exactly for what you just said. I was about to talk about if we were going to be uh, breaking down time of possession, uh, the Washington (laughs) football team is going to be handing that out to other teams uh, like Candy on Halloween. Yeah, they're they're going to be That defense is going to be on the field a lot, which means he's going to be working his butt off. I think you could see double digits. I do get a little bit concerned about them getting, uh, frankly, tired from spending so much time on the field. So we're going to see how he responds to that with that kind of the rigors of a 16-game season. Compared to college, but I do think 10 sacks are very much within reach for for Chase Young, so give me the uh, over as well.
0: Yeah, the rookie Chase Young is going to be a winner in Washington this fall. Number four. All right, sticking with the NFL theme, Jalen Rieger, over or under 650 yards. Uh, We're talking receiving yards, not combined yards. Minus 110 either way, according to DraftKings Sportsbook. I am on. The under here. Look, I know Alshon Jeffrey, Shocker special is already hurt. Uh, but he's trending in the right direction. Should be able to go by week one for this Philadelphia Eagles team. Where there's a lot of 12 personnel here that Doug Peterson and company love to run with Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. As your bookends on that front line, it's going to eat into the target share of Rieger. Uh, not only that, if Alshon is back, you got Deshaun Jackson as well. You got a strong ground game, and some of those running backs are going to be heavily involved in the pass game as well. And Miles Sanders, and of course, a little pint-sized Dynamo and Boston Scott, who I'm enamored with. But I don't see Rieger. I know he's a talented kid out of TCU, five foot eleven, hundred ninety-five pounds, ran a 40 forty-yard dash. But not an appreciable yak per reception for the horny toads last season. Yeah, He's got the quick feet, that long speed, and he sets up the DBs well. But with the elongated curve, or maybe the steepened curve, I should say, due to the COVID outbreak. And these guys not being on site in team facilities or in May minicamp until, you know, camps open up next week. I think he's got a mountain to climb to hit the over on this. I think he's going to be somewhere in the 500 range, Lundy. So give me the under on Rieger, 650 yards. What say you fade or follow?
1: I'll follow you on this one as well. Look, I like him, but you're right. There's a lot of mouths to feed in an offense that has the ability to spread the ball out, so they might as well. Rieger's kind of an intriguing guy, because if you look at all the first-round receivers, according to Pro Football Focus, the most contested catches in his college career. He had 27, so he's a guy that knows how to fight for the ball, but first, he's got to have the ball thrown in his direction, and I agree with you. They've got a solid tight end, the 12 personnel you talked about. They can use their backs out of the backfield. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, whether, you know, if he He can be injured. Uh, He'll probably have a new injury in 72 hours. Uh, But look, I I think that unfortunately, you're right. This is a team that's going to spread the ball around, which means you're not going to wind up with tunnel vision for Rieger. And therefore, I think he falls underneath it. I think he winds up in the high 500s. I think he pushes the 600 mark, but 650 is too much for me. I'll take the under.
0: Yeah, that eagle will certainly not soar in his rookie season. Number three. All right, let's head to the diamond and cue the organ. Bop, 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 ba, dot, 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 Let's stay unblemished. At least that that was me yesterday uh you can claim well you had the out; he benefited from that yeah sure great but w is a w and i'm going to take it three and know you were two and one both are still above 500 so let's continue on here we got rockies and rangers and the total is set at nine with a plus 102 juice so you put a hundred dollars down and if it hits on the over you get a hundred in return and that's exactly where i'm laying my action on the over you got trevor story nolan Arenado, who's going to be mashed early and often this season. Charlie Blackman, fresh off the COVID. He's healthy, should be in the lineup. But David Dahl is a breakout candidate on multiple prognosticator lists out there. And they look at the Rangers in their lineup. got Joey Gallo, who's a front runner to win the home run title in this abbreviated season. Odor, uh, Todd Frazier, Santana, Calhoun, Chu. They got some mashers. You know, some of those guys, are like Sinchu Chu, getting up there in age, but can still get the job done. Herman Marquez uh, was quite good on the road last season Lundy 3.67 ERA and just a 2.12 batting average against and a guy that was dragged down by bad luck uh you know just a 1.81 walks per 9 Mark and over a 9 K per 9 mark, but still had a 4.76 ERA. And that XFIP, of 3.54 tells you exactly where he should have been. But the Gopher balls got him. Lance Lynn, meanwhile, on the other side of the hill there for the Texas Rangers, he's got his command under control last season. A guy that put up some great numbers in terms of K per 9, had a 16-11 record, but he really struggled out of the gate a year ago, and I think that could be the case the second time around. So I think this game is going to be full of crooked numbers. Fade or follow me on the over.
1: Uh, I'm going to follow you on this one. I wish there was a hook on it, though. I will say that. I always get a little nervous when I'm seeing those whole numbers instead of getting that half run to be able to uh, give me the easy opportunity to know which way to go. But I'll take the over as well. I do think the Rockies are going to mash. The problem is they've got a pitching staff that also gives up a lot of runs. We were just talking about that with Marquez's ERA. So this is one of those things where they tend to get in track meets and then they just have to hope that their pitching staff can somehow come through for them to hold the opponent down. So I do think you're going to see a lot of runs as things get going in Arlington give me the over number two
0: all right moving on in Major League Baseball we got a full slate of action I like the under eight and a half runs in Seattle versus Houston why two words Justin Verlander (laughs) a guy was unbelievable really last couple of seasons last year the Cy Young winner uh, only allowed four runs in a single start a handful of times, uh, and that was over 30 starts in the entire season at 12.11K per nine, 1.70 microscopic BB per nine, a 2.58 ERA, and 0.80 whip. You know, Seattle, bunch of light hitters there. The Kraken which applies to hockey, uh, they're certainly not a leviathan, a monster from the deep offensively in baseball. Kyle Seeger, the only player, whether you're looking at the bat or zips or ATC projections that could reach double figures in home runs, got a ton of speed, got D Gordon, Malik Smith, uh, but they're also susceptible to K's really up and down this entire lineup. And Marco Gonzalez uh, was a guy that really benefited from good luck last season, Evidence in his 5.11 XFIP. That we had an ERA below four. Ultimately, I think his ERA is going to be in the mid-fours. With this game on the road in Houston, having a ton of rocket launchers offensively, and Verlander on the hill, this could be like six to one strokes. So again, I'm on the under at minus 107. Fader, follow.
1: Uh, I'll take the under as well. You know, you think about the Kraken. Are we talking about Sam Worthington or are we talking about Harry Hamlin? Okay, there's two (laughs) different Clash of the Titans. One of them kind of looked like he should be out there kicking Medusa's ass and the other one sort of looked like he just rolled out of some Hollywood trailer and decided to be in a movie. Okay, just so keep that in mind when you're talking about the Kraken. No, I will take the under in this one as well. I also believe it's because Verlander's on the mound. I agree with you about Seattle being a lot of the uh, just fortunate hitting as as opposed to a lot of power to send things over the wall. They're just you know, give me the single, single, singles, which means not a lot of runs to me as far as I'm concerned with Seattle. So I'll take the under on this one and keep an eye on it because it's a line that's been moving around a lot. So as you get closer to game time, looking at those over unders, make sure you're checking DK for the latest.
0: Uh, I think you need to add Dirk Diggler to that old cracking list.
1: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Number one, moving on last and certainly not least numero uno in our fade five today. Uh, let's talk white Sox and Twinkies. Uh, this game being played there in the twin cities and I'm taking the youngsters, although they got some veterans peppered in there of the South side on the money line. Just got to win straight up at plus one Oh two. Another one of those lines that has greatly fluctuated here for the last 24 hours. Look, like the White Sox features several young guns in Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, reigning AL batting champ Tim Anderson, and they pair those guys with veteran sluggers Jose Abreu, Edwin Encarnacion, and Nomar Mazara, and Yoan Mancada. Uh, who was down with the COVID recently, just got activated off the IL and should be in the lineup for this one. And he got your ace on the bump. And Lucas Giolito, a pitcher for the White Sox, 11.62K per nine last season, 2.90 walks per nine mark with a 3.41 ERA and had three quality starts in his four appearances against the Twins last season. Jose Pérez. On the other side of the mound, there, fourteen and eight last season, uh, with a three point six eight ERA on the year, and was four for four in quality starts against the White Sox last season. But this Chicago team, adding that muscle, they are going to be in the running for most runs scored in the American League, or really all of baseball this year. And I think they're going to come storming out of the gate. Piping hot here, Lundy, and I think they're going to bury Berrios in the opener, and that's why I like him at plus odds. Again, plus 102 to win straight up. Fade or follow.
1: Uh, I'll follow, which you know I hate to do on the fade five. I never like to follow you on all five. I always want to find an excuse to be able to fade you, or at least just sort of verbally slap you, but I got to agree, there's some muscle there with the White Sox. The south side going to try to put up some crooked numbers this season, so I will follow you. I'll take them on the money line to be able to come out of the gate hot. That's what you want to be able to do, because look, this isn't, this isn't a marathon season, Brad. We know it. 60 games means yeah. it's a sprint, and the faster you can get there, uh, the better options you've got in those expanded playoffs with a couple extra teams getting in, so this is an opportunity for the White Sox to try to make something happen, but you got to start hot. you got to do it out of the gate, so let's give them a win tonight.
0: Yeah, the White Sox will leave the opposition out of breath I think often this year. That is a wrap on today's Faith the Noise. Please drop a rating or review, would you kindly, and follow us on Twitter, me at Noisy Huevos, Nate Lundy at Nate Lundy, and check out ftnfantasy.com, ftndaily.com, and ftnbets.com for all of your fantasy and betting needs. Until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.